Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. up when you should be heartbroken. You're all excited about the fact that you have eloquent speakers and, and you have charismatic leaders and you know, you're know you all so gifted and spiritually speaking, there's all these sign gifts, you know, people speaking in tongues and giving prophecy and as he'll get to later in the book. He says you're all puffed up when you should be brokenhearted. Have you ever met someone you really looked up to, like perhaps an athlete? actor or your favorite musician, it's disappointing to find out that in person they're arrogant, self-centered, and nothing like what you thought. In today's message, Pastor Robert teaches you about what Paul the Apostle had to say about pride in the church. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 5 as he begins his message, When Sin Invades. Today we're studying 1 Corinthians chapter 5. We have made it that far as we study the Bible together and We're going to be looking at the whole chapter. It's brief, but it's really significant, okay? 1 Corinthians 5.1, the Apostle Paul wrote, and I want you to hear, I want you to listen to how this is worded, because to me, it sounds like the Apostle Paul, like his, his head is exploding as he's processing what's happening in the city of Corinth. He says, it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you. And such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles, that a man has his father's wife, and you are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he who has done this deed might be taken away from you. For indeed, for I indeed, as absent in body but present in spirit, have already judged as though I were present him who has so done this deed. Now, listen, there are a couple of little minor things that I want you to be aware of. In the New Testament, particularly in the New Testament, but really anywhere in the Bible, when you find the scriptures making a distinction between the Jews and the Gentiles, you know, it's like the, this is not even named among the Gentiles. What the word means usually is the nations, in the New Testament, generally it means that, and the idea that's being presented when he says, listen, this is not even named among the nations. What he's telling them, what he's telling us is, you know, even the people who don't know any better at all, they don't have the law, they don't have any, they never received the testimony from God like, like the Jews did. 
They never received any revelation from God like the Jews have. These nations, these peoples, they don't have what you have, but even they don't do this. Now, we've already talked about the fact, you know, the ancient city of Corinth was a predominantly pagan city. Goddess worship involving prostitution was normal there. You know, one, more than one, actually, more than one commentary says that there were like a thousand temple prostitutes working the streets of Corinth. Now, some argue that by Paul's day, that probably wasn't accurate, but either way, either way, that was the norm. That atmosphere was prevalent. And Paul says, but even in that pagan environment, I mean, even, even the people who, who are totally pagan, even people who don't know any better, even there, it's not normal or appropriate to be having sex with your dad's wife. It's just not something you do. And you know what? I was thinking about it because in our age, right, the time in which we're, I mean, everything's twisted. Every, everything is, I, I was listening to something a couple of weeks ago, a book I was listening to, an audio book, and the author was quoting, I think, three different liberal thinkers of our time. Not necessarily, well, one was definitely a politician, Another one was a journalist, and another one, I don't know what the deal was. The thing that was interesting was this one quote really struck me because she was advocating our cultural shift in the United States. Basically what she said, I can't repeat the quote verbatim, but basically what she said was that what the Christians, what what the culture that's going out refers to as immorality, It's just a new morality. Well, that's accurate. But then she she goes on. She says, it's a pagan morality. And the pagan morality that's now being embraced more and more by Western culture is a morality that is no longer held back by the restrictions of the past, the prudish attitudes towards sex. Do you understand what she was saying? She's saying, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. It's it's about time we disregard, you know, the old Judeo-Christian sexual inhibitions and just go for it. But listen, even among that crowd, you start sleeping with your stepmom, it's not going to go over well, Right? And that was what Paul was saying. He's like, listen, you're puffed up when you should be heartbroken. You're all excited about the fact that you have eloquent speakers and, and you have charismatic leaders and you know, you're all so gifted and spiritually speaking, there's all these sign gifts, you know, people speaking in tongues and giving prophecy and as he'll get to later in the book. He says, you're all puffed up when you should be brokenhearted because you may look great on the outside, but if you got a guy sleeping with his stepmom, you got problems. By the way, it's something I should probably point out, you know, that most of the New Testament was written in the common Greek language of the day, the Koine Greek, which was 
you know, like today, for the most part, English is the language of international commerce, for the most part. You know, pilots and air traffic controllers all are required to know and use English to have one common language worldwide for air travel and air traffic control and that kind of thing. It was kind of like that. Everybody, you know, pretty much everybody used Greek. So this was written, these letters were written in Greek. And what we have here in this part of our text, the the two words, it's translated sexual immorality, but it's one word in Greek. The Greek word is porneia, porn, porneia the word that we get pornography from. But what it referred to was any kind of sexual activity outside the marriage bed. Any kind. And Paul kind of singles it out here. But in singling it out and pointing out, you got this guy sleeping with his stepmother and you you need to deal with it. What about stepmom? What about her? Why does Paul not say anything about confronting her? Well, more than likely because she wasn't a part of the church. More than likely, the only reason there's no indication that Paul, you know, was saying you you need to deal with her too. You need to deal with these two people. Now, he singles out the man more than likely because the woman wasn't a part of the church. And he calls them out. He, He says, you guys are puffed up. It's an interesting phrase. You're puffed up. And he uses it twice in chapter 4. Listen, at the end of chapter 4, leading into this in chapter 5, Paul wrote in verses 18 and 19, he said, Now some are puffed up as though I were not coming to you. But I will come to you shortly, if the Lord wills. And I will know not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. So the implication is that what Paul was talking about When he says to them, you're puffed up. Some of you are puffed up. You guys are puffed up. It seems like they were quite pleased with themselves and decided that they had outgrown his leadership. Paul had started the church. And he's saying, some of you are puffed up as though I were not coming to you. In other words, you've taken the attitude that you've outgrown my leadership. And you're saying, listen, we thank you for starting the church here. Thank you for letting us know about Jesus. But now you can just stay out of our business. so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more teachings from the book of 1 Corinthians, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. 
Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach in the About tab on our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all the time we have for today, but please join us again next time right here on Main Thing Radio. 